I have some sort of mild case of trypophobia because anything with the holes, like the coral and those frogs with the eggs on their back, it gets me like shivery and nauseated and it's awful. Like I will actually get close to throwing up if I look at pictures of that crap. Takes four pounds of pressure to block the jugular veins, 11 pounds of pressure to block the carotid arteries, and 33 pounds of pressure to block the trachea. Oh. Why did you share that? <laughs> um, I'm now triggered by Nikki bringing up tryptophobia because I also have it, and now I'm thinking of those things. So thanks, Nikki. What about your husband's leg hair with my toes? It's kind of cool, the holes that are left in a mom frog, though. No! Oh. Why would you do that? <laughs> She's pregnant. She's literally going to throw up now. This is like that episode of Pam. When she's pregnant and episode she... Episode of Pam. Yeah, the episode of Pam. <laughs> she's pregnant and remember everyone, like, the egg. the egg. And then I'm Andy, where if someone else throws up, I'm going to fucking throw up. I think that a lot of people like that. So, in computer science, we do this weird thing where we hear a regular acronym for something like PHP or YAML, which originally stood for Personal Homepage, and YAML stood for Yet Another Markup Language. We do this thing that's called a recursive acronym, where we take the acronym and we change what it means. So we took PHP and we said PHP stands for PHP Hypertext Processor. So we put the acronym inside of the acronym, and the same thing for YAML, we changed YAML to be YAML colon another markup language. <laughs> and for some reason, we just love doing that. Any acronym we can find, we try and make it recursive like that. And also, I stole Levi's pocket knife a few minutes ago and have it on my shirt. I don't know if he noticed yet. Yeah. Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm Levi. I'm Alyssa. I'm Riley. And, and this, this is Rogue, Rogue Ramblings, Ramblings, a podcast featuring controversial topics, interesting ideas, and random nonsense. Oh. Flicking out the knife as soon as we start recording. It's very sharp. That's very fun. It's <laughs> a fun knife. <laughs> Boy. We start. Uh, my name is Nikki, and I'm the master debater tonight. And we're going to talk about a. Um, it's actually a fan suggestion, so I'm not this creative. But we're going to talk about cryptids. Uh, kind of, I don't know, our favorite ones, and then debate who would win in a sort of situation. I think the listener used the terms wrestling match. Wrestling <laughs> matches. And I'm definitely going to win. Yeah, well you cheated. <laughs> you could have taken it too. We should have implemented a weight class for this. So, I think we should start out with some of our favorite cryptids, um, our understanding of them. And if we want to expand to like, uh, we could expand to like supernatural lore, but we don't need to, like werewolves and vampires and stuff, but try and keep it more in the realm of Nessie and Mothman. So yeah, what are, you, what are your guys' favorites? I think right off the bat, like, 
liking sea creatures and stuff. Kraken's really cool. The Kraken. Like, yeah. I'm inclined to agree. A giant squid sea creature that just basically eats everything. Like, yeah, how badass could it, how much more badass could it get? It's basically the ocean's garbage disposal, though. I mean, it just eats everything. It kind of sounds trashy to me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a bit? I don't, I'm, I mean, like, Just I, favorite-wise. I think Bigfoot has to be up there, just because yeah. it's, like, such a classic, you know? Like, just, and it's one of those things that's, like, debatable that, like, I may believe that's, like, legit, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think it was kind of cool. Riley and I went to uh, the Museum of Cryptozoology when we were in Maine uh, a couple years ago. A few years ago now. It's been, like, three. But, um... It was really cool. They had a lot of stuff based on Bigfoot, of course. Um, apparently, he's a thing out there in Maine. But also, they had these other creatures that people had tried to create. Like, one we specifically remember was someone had taken, decades ago, a fish and kind of combined it with the top half of a monkey and tried to pass off this cryptozoological creature hmm. that was half monkey and half fish, you know, like... That sounds very disturbing. <laughs> it was interesting to see, for sure. So you're because cryptid is the monkey fish? No. Lame. Just, oh my god, <laughs> I'm just talking about it. But no, it was a cool museum. It did smell a little funky. Oh. Um, the whole place. But it was cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite cryptid, but also I haven't studied many of them beyond just, like, knowing their names. I do like the idea of the OG men in black mm. uh, before the movies. Just the idea of like the bald men in suits with like no distinguishing features besides that. No fingerprints, nothing. And I guess that weird kind of they're all the same vibe. It's kind of neat. Following that, if you want to go down a like a black hole, and I, I don't mean that as a pun, but the black eyed children, like the creepiest thing that you can ever, like, read. Like, there's so many, like, stories about them, and, like, they're, like, oh. Anyway, I won't go to it right now, but that's a good one to fall into. The uh, Men in Black, are they strictly for, like, um, par- what, par- no, not paranormal, but, like, alien stuff, or is it just, like, any secret? Extraterrestrial. Extra- that's what I was thinking, extraterrestrial. Or is it just any secret that's not supposed to have been exposed? I've read them associated with just extraterrestrial. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the stuff I read seemed to hint like maybe they are alien as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not as well versus I could be on them. Yeah, no, they're not like, they don't look or act like humans. Right, they have weird mannerisms, they look identical and they look weird. Yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite, um, is Mothman. Mm. For no other reason than I think it's just absolutely fascinating. That, like people attribute he's one where um, he doesn't do much but he's attributed as a bad omen where specifically the first time he was spotted it was a few different times in this town and they said basically a guy with you know 10 foot wings and um, glowing red eyes and they'd see him you know flying after their car at night or flying around in different areas and always at night um, but then, a little while later, after several people had seen him, there was some major bridge collapse in the city, 
And so they took it as a bad omen of, oh, Mothman was the sign. And so I think that's really interesting. And then um, it was a long time ago, probably a decade ago, I would watch all these, like, cryptid TV shows, same channel as, you know, Finding Bigfoot and all that stuff. Your dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd watch the history them with, channel <laughs> yeah. where we discuss history. <laughs> <laughs> I watched oh, them without him too. It was it was they're, they're interesting to figure out all the lore and stuff. But um, I remember there was one on Mothman, and it seemed like whenever there were sightings, people would have personal tragedy in their life, and I'm sure it's something that like they just have this sighting and then they attribute it to whatever bad happens in their life because we all have bad crap happen and they're like oh well i saw this last week whatever but it's interesting i think it's one that's more of a it influences people but not in a way that we would expect it's a, a typical icarus story really one day mothman saw the sun and just kept flying <laughs> big light <laughs> lamp yeah <the> lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Chupacabra is also pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And it's another one of my favorites. Yeah, I know nothing about it besides it's like a coyote-ish thing. But it's also like a vampire. It's supposed to like suck out all the blood. Sucks out all the blood. That's right, that's right. Well, there's two different variants of it. There's, um, some people describe it as what looks like like a a mangy dog with its its spinal column kind of sticking up and out. Um, Other people describe it as a almost lizard-like creature that has these fins coming out of its back. So the spikes on the back stay pretty the same, and then the three puncture holes are the same, of course. So we watched a movie called The Ritual, and it featured one, it's from Nordic lore, it's called the Jotun. By the way, that is a fantastic movie, it's a Netflix original, it's so good. pretty scary. But it's not The Ritual, and I don't want to say it's like heavy jump scares. I mean, relatively unknown, like a B movie, you'd say, I guess. Yeah, like I said, it was like a Netflix yeah. original that I don't think was like ever like a huge hit. Like, I mean, like I, I mean, at least for us. Really seen. cool though, and the, the principle of the Jot. There, I guess there's different variants of the Jotun, from what I understand, and this one specifically makes you like see, like your worst guilt, things that you feel guilty for, it, and it sure. makes you, like, believe that you're in that space again. And it's, it's super trivial that happens, and it looks pretty scary, too. But it was, the movie's really well done, and, like, I mean, yeah, I would definitely say, like, it doesn't, like, you know, seem like a, one of those of the huge budget, but they did it really well. Probably also butchered the name. Yeah. <laughs> I got two things. One, the only, B, the only horror movies that matter are B-rated, and two, if you're into things like cryptids, but kind of accept the, uh, the fantasy aspect to them, you should check out uh, SCP articles oh, yeah. online. They're uh, fictitious, written by the community, um, and they're just like record. Like they're formatted as government records on weird, paranormal, and typically like really freaky things. Yeah, um, but they're really, really good. Really good reads. You can spend hours and hours reading them. You'd like them a lot, Alyssa. I love like no sleep like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, less horror, a little more like ooh. <laughs> So, I don't know, would you guys, like, classify, like, sirens as a uh, cryptid? Yeah. That's something we were talking about before. Like, is it, like, because, like, sirens, dragons, things like that, is that, like, fantasy, or is that, like, a cryptid? I feel like sirens, yes, and dragons, maybe at some point can be considered cryptid, but they're so well wound into fantasy now mm. that I have trouble with it. And sirens are a little bit, too, but I think it's not as quite the same thing. 
I think part of my definition for cryptids, I don't know, I haven't looked, I should look up the definition of cryptids. Come on, master debater. It's, <laughs> it's just something basically that hasn't been disproven that's an animal. Yeah, so I, okay. kind of, I keep it as, um, like, right now, it's possible for them to yeah. be around. Like, it's a chance. Like, Bigfoot or... I would say sirens even because, you know, the sea is crazy. But no one's claiming to see dragons anymore. The ocean. I think anything in the ocean is fair game. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, I mean, you've, like, heard those crazy stories of, like, a whale carcass coming up with, like, a giant bite out of it. But it, like, oh, looks like, like a legit bite. Yeah. But it's, like, it looks like it's, like, one piece and not just, like, something that's been chewing on it, you know? And it's, like, what the fuck is down there? Yeah. I mean, giant squids, like, I mean, obviously that's where the Kraken comes from. I think it's safe to say, like, I mean, they're probably relatively related, but that is wild. Like, giant squids are horrifying. Like, and then don't they fight the freaking whales down in the bottom? Like, sperm whales. Sperm whales. It was, like, battle. Like, You'll see, like, sperm whales with these giant like, scratches and stuff. It's from, like, the giant squids. I'm pretty sure they fight, like, at least a mile down. Like, how deep they are. Sprinkle in the fact that there is a lot of sea creatures, like crabs, that will just grow until they can't support their diet oh, anymore. Oh, yeah. Stuff like the Kraken doesn't seem that far-fetched. <laughs> yeah. Same thing like Megalodon, like, is it real? Like, I mean, fuck, dude, I don't know. <laughs> the used sure. to be real. Yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's the difference. That's why We've seen fossils. Yeah. But I mean, like, but there could be something similar still alive, like. Also, yeah. I'm pretty sure Megalodon's not as big as, like, people hype it up to be. I think it's, like, I don't know. I don't want to say a number, but pretty sure when I looked at it, it's, like, it's not that much crazier than, like, a great white shark. Anyways, I like the idea of sirens because I think that like the whole like luring someone to their death and like the way that I think my favorite way that I've seen them portrayed is that like they look like one of them will look beautiful and like be calling or whatever and then like the ones underneath are like skin and bones and like nasty and like have giant sharp teeth that like you know what I mean yeah. so there's like one that's like beautiful and like bait and then like I like the idea of like you know the ones underneath are almost like zombie like but like with sharp like fingers and teeth and stuff and then like, they look 10,000 times more horrifying that's Yes, exactly, because then, you know, you get lured into, like, coming into the water, and then they're waiting for you. Uh, first, real quick, Megalodon is, um, estimates suggest it grew three times longer than the largest reported great white shark. So it's still pretty big, but not as big as maybe, like, a, like people make it out to be. That's pretty freaking big. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, let me see if there's, it doesn't give me, like, the actual length, but, well, it did, but in meters, um, <laughs> and then the sirens, I was looking into them as part of the cryptid lore, and yeah. actually, um, originally, they were, they were described as some sort of combination between human and bird. Interesting. Oh, really? Yeah, because of the, the voices and the singing, they Oh, because bird, okay. Yeah, figured birds sing well, but there, there are some depictions of it, like, being bird on the bottom and human on the top or you know bird on the top human on the bottom or some other crazy combination of it but i thought that was interesting hmm. never would have thought of them that way but i do i like yeah. the idea of the um sirens that start out beautiful and then end up being like hey. yeah it's like an illusion teeth yeah yeah absolutely there was one i was reading about and i, I didn't read a whole lot into it but I liked the idea, and it was based off of a, a, a bloop that we heard underwater a few years ago. 
Oh, called the bloop, I think. Yeah, so. called the bloop. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, it's probably glacier movement, but some people, <laughs> this, could, this sounds like it could have been made from an animal. I love and the probably. It, yeah, <laughs> if it was made from an animal, it'd be like three to four times larger than a, a whale, like yeah. a sperm whale. And so I guess that's pretty neat. I think we have to address the whale in the room and talk about how Nikki's terrified of whales, because I think we've said it so many times now that she's probably getting triggered. No, it's not a fear of whales. I think they're awesome creatures, and I think they're really cool, but it's being in the water with anything that much bigger than me is a scary thought. Like, I'd rather go, I was telling Riley this, I'd rather go in a shark tank, you know, those, like, um, like the, the cages. cages. I'd rather go in a cage with sharks all around. The second a whale's there, I want out. Just because I don't want to be in the water with them. I feel, and I don't want to be in a kayak near them. I don't want to be on a ship near them. Like, I get, I just, I don't. <laughs> it's the most obscure yeah. fear. <laughs> I don't know. I have this, like, image. There's of a name me. for that, by the way. It's, like, not that crazy. <laughs> for whales? For being like... afraid of specifically of a whale, like, like uh, attacking, not attacking, but, like. Tipping. Tipping, tipping a boat. Of, That's, a, like, yeah, a legit phobia. There's of, a name like, getting for it. stuck underneath the boat and then, you know, yeah. you drown. <laughs> it's all because this whale just didn't know I was there and came up. Like, I don't think they're violent creatures. I'm not afraid I'm going to get swallowed by one like Jonah. <laughs> but our bathroom is freaking whale-themed, for goodness the sake. The chance of being murdered by a whale is low, but it's never zero. <laughs> 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 no, what you should be afraid of is killer whales. I would not want to be near those little Orcas? shits. Yes, are you fucking kidding me? They're smart as heck. Oh, and they're fucking devious. Like, yeah. genuinely, they are known to play with their prey. Like, they'll have, like, a seal trapped and, like, play with it and, like, toss it around and not kill it. Like, they're the cats of the sea in, like, that. a very asshole way. Like, fuck killer whales. You should not like them. But I have like don't hurt them because like them. like I'm not you know what I mean like don't keep them in Six Flags I'm not oh, supporting yeah. that but also like fuck killer whales like if you see one don't go near it oh yeah no I I mean I'd be uncomfortable in water with them which would you rather obviously. go against what an orca or a whale yeah I'll go against no against like a fist fight jeez I <laughs> I want you to fist fight one. <laughs> Logically, I know that I'd rather be with a whale, but if I was so you're in, in a kayak, you're in a kayak, oh. and one comes up next to you, which one do you hope it is? Orca. No, Nikki, it's gonna kill you. <laughs> Are you afraid of anything else that's really big? Uh, I mean, I probably wouldn't feel comfortable with a giant squid, but it's. Oh, you feel comfortable? What? This guy fucking eat you. <laughs> squid would fuck you up. Yeah, I don't know. I, it is the big thing. Like, huh. if there was some creature underneath me that I didn't know what it was, and it was big. So a freaking 25-foot killer, uh, great white, that's not terrifying. That's less scary than a blue whale that's, like, with its calf. Yes. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I love sharks, and, like, I'm very much a proponent of, like, sharks are good things. <laughs> but, like, you're literally would rather go toe-to-toe -to -toe with a shark that's going to think you're prey and possibly bite you on accident, and you'll bleed out, rather than a whale that's, like, chilling with its calf, to like, fair, doing its thing. They what? Like, there's been a whale that's almost drowned in, um, a... Diver? What is it? Biolo biologist that's in the water. Marine biologist. Marine biologist. <laughs> like, that's happened. 
There's also been one that's like saved one before and was pushing her up into the top saying, of the surface. It's not like insane. Well, it's not like a big whale. I wouldn't say that one guy to even the score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're neutral. Yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of the other ones that I'm thinking of, like orcas are in, porpoises are in that family. Because so orcas are not, like ginormous also. They they're not big, little. But whales are bigger. Yeah, but like they could also capsize your boat and drown you. Well, I wouldn't feel great about that either. <laughs> <laughs> but you're in a kayak and you're like, na 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 na. This whale is much more likely to kill me than this freaking orca. No, I know it's. I logically know that's not the case. I'm just more afraid of the whale. <laughs> Nicole, I'm taking are, you to therapy. Phobias are irrational. Things, to it be is fair. irrational. <laughs> I know that it is. I just. Well, I'm like watching them, that's cool, but I don't. But you want to go on a whale watching tour? No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I can stand on the ocean, and you can point out the whales to me. Stand on the ocean? Or on the like, cliff side. That's called the boat. <laughs> I'll stand on a cliff side and, and you watch them. Jesus thing. Oh my god. <laughs> Jeez. My goodness. Should we introduce our uh, our cryptids? Our contenders. Our contenders. I'll go last for wrestling. <laughs> I don't think anyone else thought of this. Okay, I'm picking the Kraken yeah, you're because right. they're a mile long. So they're a mile long. They're literally in the lore a mile long. So I'm gonna wrap all you bitches up and fucking drown you like Nikki's fear. Mine can't drown, but I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> you do still have a beak that's probably like thirty feet wide, and also like arms that I'm sure are buff as fuck and can just like crush. Uh, is it me? Okay. I'm uh I'm choosing the Bear Lake Monster. So first side in nineteenth century, last side of two thousand two. Um from Bear Lake, Ohio, I believe. It's described as a fifty foot long serpent like thing with eighteen inch uh feet. Uh, it's a creamy colored um it goes through the water at the speed of a of a vehicle, a land vehicle, so pretty quick. Um, its head is described to look like a cow, or a seal, or like a walrus without tusks, or a crocodile. So a little variation there, but uh, it's not been described, it has been said to attack a couple people, but it hasn't described how it has attacked them, but for the sake of wrestling, I'm assuming that it's constricting, because it's serpent-like and 50 feet long. So... It's pretty good. Yep. That's my pitch. Obviously, the Kraken would decimate it, <laughs> but again, we should have had weight classes because the Kraken is some BS. Uh, yeah, I was actually going to go with the Chupacabra because that's another one of my favorites, and I think just blood sucking, like, if you, it, it's supposed to drain blood very quickly, too, and so, you know, it's it's not going to take down a Kraken very quick, but, you know, <laughs> if it can latch on there... <laughs> Maybe. Bitch, I'm gonna be like, you know that um, the Avengers, <laughs> where Loki tells the Hulk that he's like, you know, stand down or whatever, and he grabs him, and he just goes, whoop, 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 yeah. whoop. That's what I'm gonna do to you. Well, <laughs> I just, I'm just hoping that you know, I can be like a tick or a leech and just like grab. Just on while them. I'm fighting the others, yeah, you'll be like trying to just suck out all my blood, Loki. We I feel like you're a tick though, and you're gonna explode. You're gonna get too full and just pop. You know? Stop eating. <laughs> well, no, because that's the thing is that she wants to drain all my blood, so then I can't fight her. You don't have to eat it all. Just, yeah. just drain it all. How do you drain <laughs> it? And then what, what do you what do you, you have to unattach and then throw it all up? Well, I don't think it necessarily. That's not good on your attached. esophagus. I think, I don't know. 
The way I imagine a chupacabra is like a tongue-like thing. Yeah. So, yeah, like a lapping motion, like a bat. Yeah. Like that, where it laps the blood. <laughs> Scrape uh, and like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Remember from Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy? Yeah. No one else got that reference. I, I got it. I, I got it. Wow. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not going to win the wrestling match. i got to start fighting her mentally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think the chupacabra, also that it's been, I don't know, so widely spotted and like, oh, look, we have proof of it. I'm putting quotes around all this because I don't, I don't believe in wow but i also don't disbelieve in them you don't even believe in your own krypton you believe well i believe in mine i believe in mine i think it could be i'm not able to say definitively ever i don't believe in mine (laughs) (laughs) but the idea of a krypton is that it's not proven so yeah yeah. do you blame me it's also not not proven yeah it's not proven to not be real mine probably has by far more sightings quote-unquote I want to see if we can get it. So definition of a cryptid, animal, so we can say a living thing, right? Not proven to exist. But also not disproven. Sure. Yeah. And it's something that has sightings? Sure. People, a lot of people believe it exists, right? Is it a, a water one or a land one? Are you talking about God? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that description! God falls under! Kind of <laughs> the same thought process, I guess. So like, Gosh. Be, like angels or aliens? Aliens. Oh, you little <laughs> shit! Fight me. Do you have like a cryptid species in mind? Like I was like I like the little gray men. The most like a gray, you know, like, like most document like uh, Area Fifty One, the supposed pictures and stuff of the grays uh-huh. with anti gravity. They could just like pop the kraken right out of the water and hold it. My kraken's just gonna like <laughs> bitch slap them. You can near him. Yeah, I can't. It has mile long arms. It's gonna be a mile and a foot away. Well, maybe they can't go that far. You have, cannot prove that their powers can go that far. You can't disprove it. So I guess we're at a stalemate until we <laughs> make a Kraken fight. It's like that show that Nikki was talking about. There, I was like probably like, oh my. Sorry, Every episode. Five that I have to pee anyways. Oh my God, Nicole. I drank it. And we're back from a break. Yeah. Wait, are we are we recording now? Yes. Crap. Uh, no. <laughs> Let me say something funny. Riley's <laughs> <Probably> cute. <laughs> oh, damn. I love you. I'm sorry. You're adorable. Thank you. Do you want to start with ours versus each other since we probably stand a chance to fight one another? <laughs> I think I could take on an alien. I think given, no, okay, so given need, the right conditions, mine probably could too. We need the ground rules. So yours. Yeah, let's establish. We like, gonna say it to the death? Is it is it a wrestling match to the death? Why not? <laughs> sure. Wrestling is wrestling. We're talking about Thunderdome. Yeah. Thunderdome. <laughs> we're we're Thunder amping Dome. it up. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I'm sorry, listener, if you wanted a peaceful fight and you suggested that. Too bad. It's Thunderdome now. Oh, <laughs> I think an eight like a gray it would be pretty useless without anything. Because even probably anti gravity is like a tool or a machine well, they're using. So, first up, what's the range on? Like, just what you've read, just throw out a number so we have a static thing. Or a di- yeah, a static thing. Yeah, yeah. About 50 feet. 50 feet? So would you okay. think that, like... It's con- convenient, that's the exact length of my creature. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, like, it's not like a force field. Like, gravity right. is like an acceleration thing, you know? Sure, sure. It's not like you'd be like a wall of matter. <laughs> just split him in two by half, <laughs> putting half gravity and half not, and just 
No, um, I think, you know, whichever one dies first, obviously loses. Um, yeah. and I think you have to find at least as much of a shared environment as you can. So, like, with the gray and the chupacabra, it would be the desert. With the gray yeah. and the, um, your bear thing. The bear lake monster. The bear lake monster. It probably... Like marshland. Or yeah, something, like, where there's a little swamp and land. Like, in Monster Hunter, you know that area where you fight, um, like, it goes in and there's all the cats? It's, like, area oh, seven yeah, or eight. yeah, it's like a little, um, a little inlet kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and Monster it's got a little bit of water, but, yeah. But it's got a little bit of water, and then they, there's still land enough, and if you go out, it's more of the... Yeah. yeah. I think we're going to have to simulate two fights for any Kraken fight, because a Kraken can't survive in a marsh. True. It's just going to be sitting there and die after like an hour. You're like, I win! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Alright, so we're going to combat the Bear Lake Monster and the Chupacabra. Alright, yeah, let's go. Uh, so, you said your guy's all about, like, like, um, Constriction. Constriction. That's my best guess. The uh, couple incidents I read of it and attacking anything, it didn't say how it attacked, but it did say it was fatal in one of the attacks. It did kill somebody. So I'm going to assume, given that it's serpent-like, that it's constricting. Otherwise, we can assume that its facial structure is more like a crocodile and it can have that like kind of steel. tensile strength. Yeah. Okay. Because I think in that case, you know, it would go to constrict the chupacabra, but the chupacabra would be able to, you know, just bite into it. Well, I thought it wasn't biting. I thought it was its tongue. Its little tongue could get in there and start pulling blood out. From my understanding, it's quick. How quick? Because the thing, the... The Bear Lake monster would have quite a bit of cubic feet of blood. Yeah. I think it would have enough time to react and constrict it or bite it. Especially if it's latched on. And also, it could try to, depending on the environment, it could try to outrun it. Riley's gonna sit me on a tangent. <laughs> Cubic feet of blood instead of just like liters or. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, what are you doing? Cubic feet of blood isn't wrong. Square feet Americans. of blood. <laughs> How many units of blood per bald eagle? <laughs> How many bald eagles' bloods would it take on average? <laughs> Okay, let me see if I can find... I'm just saying, the Bear Lake Monster has seven Abraham Lincolns worth of blood in it. <laughs> Abraham Lincolns. Uh, All it takes is one good artery, though. Comes out I mean, that's true. Yeah, if we're going on like a marsh fight and it can still move fast, I feel like it would just try... It could be like a, anywhere from like this deep of water to like three feet of water. I'm fairly... Versed in the marshland. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll try to outrun the Chupacabra first to tire it out. I can't find... Running through water. How quickly it's raining. Especially for a little thing. I don't think anyone's going to have that information. <laughs> they might. I don't know. It has to stay latched, though? I don't know about that. Can't, I thought it has claws that could, like, lacerate and then latch. I thought that was... No, it has, um... Got, like, some mandibular thing. It leaves three holes in the shape of a downwards pointing triangle. Ooh. <clears throat> I don't know, this is really good. The, uh... It seems like... 
a couple accounts describe the Berlick monster as having scaly skin, but the majority describe it as smooth, creamy-like skin. So I don't think it'd be that hard for a chupacabra to impale it. No, I don't think so. My argument for Berlick monster is just that it has so much blood that it probably has enough time to react and either constrict or bite. So it says they killed, um, they found, oh no, that's the size of it. I was thinking a small bear, but no, that's the size of it. Um, there's one where it has five bulls found mysteriously drained of blood in one night. So that would be quite a bit of blood. That's fair, but sapping the whole thing, or at least to a fatal amount in a number of seconds? So I imagine it only take the very like monster a few seconds to react and constrict. And if this thing has the build of a wolf, it can be constricted for like two seconds and it's dead. But could it? Ca it has to catch it first too. That's true. Whereas the chupacabra could if it, like is it a jump snake -like in. Thing? He said it was serpent-like. Serpent-like. So it has legs. Like, you can't like constrict around something that's on it then. Like that's gonna be kind of difficult. Because it's fifty feet long. Yeah. So it's probably like at least. Seven feet across. The chupacabra is pretty small. Like, I don't know if it's going to be able to bend that tightly. Yeah, it has the class size modifier. That's fair. Then I would say it probably has enough time for your latch on to bite onto you. It, it does Unless it, my it. chupacabra is strategic and goes for bite. like the neck. Then you need to dodge a bite to get to the neck, but then it couldn't reach you. I mean, to be fair, if it's that big, how deep can a chupacabra's teeth go? I mean, if it's that wide, there's no way you can have a fatal bite that really goes an inch into its skin. That doesn't save. I would imagine. It's true. Well, if you're looking at like mouth, some sort of, uh, man, my name's out. Now, I don't want to be that guy, but so, WWE standards say you can't bite the opponent, so <laughs> if you're like monster, what? Well, if, you're, if you're looking at like you know some sort of um, uh, mouth part that like would suck blood it's gonna be pretty long relative to the body like think of a mosquito yeah yeah that's a good point yeah so it's i would imagine for a wolf size it would probably be a good well, at least like, two feet mosquitoes can get to some of our blood yeah i mean so, a lot of surface veins and stuff that's quite a size difference there that's fair i think it would be a fair fight i do think that your bear like monster would win can I mean, you talk so, about intelligence too but because the chupacabra wouldn't know like morphology to where to attack you know versus like i feel like generally they've been seen to attack on the back or the neck like a general predator would so just on instinct i'd imagine that's where it would attack but like if his thing got one chomp in chupacabra's done yeah so counter argument for me if it is big then i'd assume it would only take one bite but also if it's big it can just roll and if it's big, the rule will probably crush the chupacabra. Oh, yeah. Or constrict it. If it's thinner, like a couple feet, then there's good chances it'd have time to constrict a wolf. That's my pitch. Do you want to, I guess, make a rule where you two people not involved have a vote? And if it's a tie, we just call it a tie? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, that makes more sense. All right. Or, like, what do you think the odds would be at one winning over the other? It doesn't really matter. I think it would be a close fight. I think it'd be pretty close. But. I can see it being close. Does not see the thing about cryptids is it's not great descriptions on how they right attack exactly how they attack or what their anatomy is so it's kind of hard to it's I feel like it's easier with a chupacabra to imagine the attack because you can picture the morphology better but with this 
cow slash walrus beast. I'm seeing it as like an eel with legs that's yeah. long. I did imagine it being a little more thin, like 50, 50 feet long, maybe two and a half feet wide. That's probably more. If it's like a serpent, I guess that's probably. It has to be small enough to hide in a lake. Yeah. So if it was like five, six, seven feet wide, I don't think that'd be realistic. I think I'm going with the chupacabra. I'm going with the man bear pig. <laughs> <laughs> Not I just think if there's any sort of aquaticness and it's in its environment, it's going to be able to really sense the water. And I yeah. think it's going to get the first bite. But so that's yeah. the thing is, I think it's going to be seen. So it's not like the chupacabra is not going to see it. So I think I can combine it. And because it's so long, like, maybe the chupacabra is really quiet and moving slowly. And so that, it, like, sneaks up on it. I mean, chupacabras haven't been seen by people. But people neither have the Bear Lake monster. No, Bear Lake monster has been spotted. Well, you, yeah, so is Chupacabra. <laughs> well, Chupacabra, the idea is a lot of it is from, like, dead dogs that they found. That's where they get a lot of their images. That's my understanding but, as well. I think. But that just tells me it's nocturnal. Yeah. The quick reaction of a serpent creature, though, I think, would win. But it's so long. Like, what if the Chupacabra's at the base of its tail? It's going to have to whip around. If it's in, like, shallow water, it's not like it can swim. So it's, like, walking but running. Is- yeah. But I think it, they'd be able to sense the chupacabra because of the water. Because that's so part of its environment. Well, let's say like that you just like drop them in. Like just like, yeah. boom. And they both like are where they are. Are they next to each other or far apart? Far apart. I don't know. I feel like the... They're far apart. I feel like the very like monster is trying to tire out the chupacabra first by swimming around it. Using the lance. But what if it's in short water? If, if it's, it's only sh- in like, like a foot deep. Yeah, because Chupacabra couldn't swim very well. If it's in just straight up water, it's done. We're talking about a marsh, right? Yeah, we're talking about So there's going to be tall grasses and cattails. Chupacabra's not that tall. Can hide in the grass. But also can't swim. I'm, I'm down for a split vote on this one. It seems like... I don't think anyone's budgeting. Envi- <laughs> yeah. Environment would be a big role in that one. Yeah. I think that on in desert land, it'd be a little bit different of a game. I also think it's going to be somewhat split, too, because it's, it's going to depend, like I said... If the who gets the first bite, the serpent creature gets that first bite is done. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. I think if the chupacabra gets the right spot too, there's no way it could get it off. I mean, like a snake, like a rat can bite yeah. a snake. Like yeah. you guys have told us, exactly. On then the spine and fatally kill the snake. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fair. I think it's fair to assume that all cryptids are pretty intelligent. If they are cryptid, they're undiscovered. They're trying to avoid humanity. So to a certain extent, they have a you know they got brains. Or they're just. Now, there's so few of them, and they or that. don't travel when humans do, but yeah. The Chupacabra could be, like, there's very few, like, there's one and a nocturnal. That would make sense. But they've been spotted all across the U.S., so they should be seen if they're real at this point. Sure. And Mexico, I'm wondering. Anyways, so let's do the Greys and the, the Bear Lake monster. Ooh. Honestly, I don't, because the way I picture, like, an alien is it's able to get here because of technology. I don't think right. there's much to it with that technology. It's probably, if anything, evolved less physical capability. Yeah, so because it's, it's like technology. technology. Right. Let's say you get one weapon. That's like well, semi-known or related to them. Like you can't just make something up and be like, oh, I think an alien would have that. Yeah. Well, I think it'd be something telekinetic slash anti-gravity. Okay. That's like the main. Th- I think that's like why they can travel fast. Like the the cockpit footage from the 
like the navy yeah, yeah, that they yeah, release. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that shit's what's wild. The, what's the, like the the vertical range on anti gravity? Do you like, pick a spot on Earth and say everything above this point is floating upwards? No, because if so, the bear like monster is coiled up, you can just shoot him straight into the sun. When <laughs> <laughs> you think of anti gravity as like just creating a gravity well in a direction, sure. So matter would be pulled that way instead of down to Earth. It'd just be stronger gravity. Stronger gravity well above whatever and it would go up and that's why things can travel so fast is if you just put a really strong gravity well in front of you you're going to get pulled really fast in that direction but so yeah. long as the gravity well keeps moving you're just moving in that direction right yeah. so you could theoretically heat it into the sun because you just keep moving up the gravity well well the alien wells have to be moving so I don't think so Probably he's flying with alien. it I think it would be a badass fight <laughs> it would be like a I guess like a, like you think of like Gandalf and Saruman fighting. Yeah. Like the well, force type of thing. As soon as the bird-like monster is out of water, like floating in the air, it's out of its element. Yeah. So there's something to be said about that. What does the Grey Dude come up and punch it? It's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> what does he do once he's got it up? It, yeah, it would be like kind of forcing like, it up and dropping it and then trying to like move away. Like dropping it, like thing. maybe like towards land or shallower. It's like a marsh though, that'd be tricky. You'd have to move it outside of the, the range of the marsh. Yeah, but if, I mean, if you could lift it even 50 feet in the air with a 50-foot-long creature, that's a lot of mass and acceleration coming down. That's a pretty big impact even on water. True. I, don't, I think it would be really exciting to see, <laughs> but, like, the alien would have to be fast enough, but I'm not sure that they are to, like, keep avoiding. Okay, so I have an idea. The alien has the anti-gravity beam going up, right? Mm -hmm. And so the thing goes up, moves to a different direction, and switches the beam so it's going into a wall. And as the thing falls, it falls into the beam and just shoots into a wall. Just mm. eat it. <laughs> I feel like the Relic Monster's plan of attack, if it's smart enough to know an opponent is a worthy opponent, is to... Are we going with that much intelligence, though? To know that something's dangerous... I feel like that's not a big... Yeah, but something that small wouldn't know it right away. Like, it'd have to get hit first. Okay. Yeah. But I think its strategic attack would be to use the land speed vehicle speed to come at it in a quick momentum to grab a bike. So if you have a gravitational field, it's likely, I think, that it would end up going through the field before being pushed up that much. You can also create it down, through. and if it's strong enough, it would just crush under its own weight. Yeah. But, like, arguing semantics of how strong alien anti-gravity weaponry is, like, I don't... <laughs> right. True. You know, I don't know. I think it would definitely, like, it's fun imagining, like, tossing the snake thing, and then the snake trying to come at it, and, like, again, it comes down to, like, one bite, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like without a weapon, it's in the favor of the Berlick Monster. Oh, yeah, but for sure. I'll defer to the judges of this one. <laughs> I think it's, like, a really fair fight either way. I feel like it's, like, I mean, the Berlick Monster just has to get away once. And then it can and bite the it, and then it's got, over. And the aliens gotta, you know, for how long do they have to keep trying yeah, to Yeah, do they get tired? And like, and do yeah. they have enough charred and all that? So I'm, I'm going with the Berlick Monster. I think monster. I'm going Berlick, too. Sorry, babe. That's fair. There's a lot of factors, though. Does the alien get exhausted by doing the anti-gravity Or does the, the bear-like guy well, get... technology, I don't think so. Yeah, with the te any technology, it's definitely in the favor of the alien. Yeah. In my opinion. 
Like, I don't know what the heck that would be, but... I still think the alien has to have faster reflexes to shoot it correctly, and, you know, it, it's going to take a while. It's not going to be, like, one hit and the Bear Lake monster's done what like the it tech is with is, the alien. I think with just pointed anti-gravity, yeah, I don't know if it tips in favor of the alien yet, but, like, it scales with each piece of tech. Oh, yeah. Like That's it, what we gave you one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is it, like a mech suit? Is it like no, 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 no. Just a little thing that is would just allow it to point in direction and cause a gravity. Like a laser pointer field. almost. Yeah. I mean, that would be the most basic weapon yeah. or tool that an alien... I feel like it's also the most important technology that like an alien can have. And, yeah, I don't know if that would be enough, though. I think it'd be really close. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> yeah. fun to watch. Did you, guys, did you ever watch that show where it would, like, pin, like, a saber tooth against, like, a walrus or something? Yeah. yeah. I think... And it would do the reenactments on about that show <laughs> at some point. Yeah, yeah, that show was so cool though, because then they like they did like the physiology of it, and like you know, and, like be like, well, them. this their mouth would be crushing at this amount of weight, and so, and then they like ran it through like a simulator like a hundred yeah. times, and whatever one came out on top, they're like, okay, that would be like the winning one. It was pretty cool, and typically really each cool. episode was like two creatures, and they go through. Yeah everything about the two creatures. And, and what was, I'd like to, like, they'd build, like, they didn't need to, but like, they'd build, like, a mechanical, like, polar bear head and, like, you know, put in, like, the PSI so it was, like, the strength and they'd be like, let's put a watermelon in its mouth and it's like, wow, that's yeah. crazy. I wonder if now that they're out of work. episode, that'd be awesome. I have a closing thought on this fight. I think that it's really hard to tell because with that specific creature, that, like, power of anti-gravity field, the range of the, the area of effect of the anti-gravity field could have a huge influence on the fight. Yeah. If you had even 150 feet circa, uh, diameter of effect, that'd probably be enough to just get him in the air and keep him there. Yeah. yeah. Forever. If it's and 50 then, feet, yeah. that's not as much Also, of if it, like, concentrated, like, if it slowly is falling toward the, you don't lose the gravity well, it's going to get more and more compressed. But, like, yeah, I and think also that's more sophisticated than How this, strong like, is the amount of gravity? Because, yeah. Like, you can just, like, you know, turn them into dust if it's, you yeah. know, like, a certain amount of pressure. Yeah. If, I mean, if we go based off of the, like, you drop them in an area, is the alien going to be able to pull out his anti-gravity, point it, and shoot before the bear-like monster gets to him? Yeah. But, I'm like, also so we sure. have to give limits to the alien's anti-gravity pointer, because yeah. if you give it 20 times the strength of Earth's gravity, you could just point it at it, and it would just crush right. yeah. into a limit. I think for the sake of the fight, we're assuming it's the same gravity as Earth's, so it's just like you would go upwards at in the same... Well, at least equal it. The yeah, opposite yeah, yeah, like yeah. double. Yeah. It, again, I guess double Earth's yeah. mass or whatever gravity field. Because if it was the same, it would just levitate it. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> It'll move! Which is also <laughs> potentially interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's a right. lot of things you could go on it. Yeah, we only got like 15 minutes left. So, okay, so I want to ask you guys as far as the Kraken because, like, I know in common lore it's very much like a giant squid, but apparently, um, back when it was first seen, they described it um, a lot more like a crab like, um, possessing traits that were associated with large whales rather than giant squids. A crab or a whale? I, this is Lewis says in the earliest descriptions, however, the creatures were more crab like than octopus like and generally possessed traits that were associated with large whales rather than a giant squid. So probably like a large body with a tail and then the crab pictures. Does it have chitin? Like an armor? That's what they definitely described it as, I guess, early that's, on. That's a pretty big buff. Yeah, they said um, Primaria's <laughs> large 
cephalopods. Cephalopods, yeah. And um, yeah, that. So I don't. I would assume. I want to know what you guys think because I think either way is fair. Do it based off of our typical understanding. So just like a giant squid on steroids. Common folk. Okay. I think it's got more tentacles than a squid. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a mile long. Who's who's the guy that's the crackhead from this one? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Yeah. How about all three? <laughs> all I three like of you. It. Okay, okay. Uh, I think that's fair. All three on marshland? No, because I have to be in some sort of water. Because, like, marshland otherwise. with a mile pit in the middle, just enough for it to sit in. <laughs> so I just have all my legs up and yeah, I'm just yeah. like. Bah, 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 it's bah, like bah. a watcher fight from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> that's not bad. I feel like if you have to suspend your limbs out of water. That exerts a lot more energy, so that Definitely. could be a fairer fight. Not necessarily a fair fight against all three, but fairer. I think that's fair. So I imagine, I mean, in order to get blood to drain, you have to have some sort of anticoagulant, you know? Yeah. Especially if you're sitting there laughing at it. So I'm thinking, as the tentacles come up, the chupacabra is just, like, biting them. Trying like, to get, like, yeah. squirting. Yeah, as they come at him. But the chupacabra is going out pretty quick. I think I, he's the I think one good push the, the chupacabra. No, <laughs> you're push, like swinging him around. Push the, <laughs> lift the kraken up and let the serpent get underneath. Oh. And start biting it on the bottom. I was thinking too. You can displace water. Water. Yeah. As soon as you reverse gravity, that water is going up in the air, and you're out of water entirely. Y'all are little shit. It's not gonna be strong enough to lift the kraken. <laughs> I mean, but I guess the tentacles, if there's no water at all that supports the weight of tentacles, I don't think your energy could support even lifting. How many just cracking that? Eight? Yeah, that's at least a minus five to endurance. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get I my mean, dice, we're rolling. Obviously, in a body of water, there's no contest, but I think in a swamp land with anti gravity, if we're specifically have like a weird well for the Kraken to sit in, yeah. Yeah. but we're on marshland, it's like a perfectly crafted arena. I think, I think that I could think be... it would be a fair fight because I think like at the same time the Kraken could be like, blah, 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 like just slapping like a mad lad. Yeah. As soon as you lose energy and let one tentacle lay flat, the Chupacabra is like blood out of it. Just yeah. like, like you're losing energy quick. Yeah. I think it'd be a fair fight because it's a, I think like a speed thing on whether I smack everyone. Yeah. Like just like like you know what I mean like the <laughs> but then it's like the <laughs> This plays out exactly like a Mario. I Party was just movie. gonna say <laughs> it's just a one v three like tentacles smash yeah, and everyone trying to move out of the exactly. way. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly Grab and coins. I, I'd say it's like fair on either side of like, well, I don't know, it could go either way, you know, either you can smack everyone all at once, you're just like Boom, and it's like everyone's dead or it's like you guys get one like yeah you're right like if you can get like the water out or something like that and then the tuber copper gets a good bite and then it's like yo if it's anticoagulant and then you're swinging around you're just throwing blood everywhere that might inhibit you guys though because you can't see because there's blood everywhere i feel like it goes down to intelligence we have to have a debate about how intelligent are these creatures really if they're super intelligent the kraken's at a huge disadvantage because they can't really use their intelligence being in a pit. Yes. Like, obviously, Absolutely. if it was up to the Kraken, he wouldn't be fighting us in a pit <laughs> exactly. in a marshland. Exactly. But we'd have the advantage of, like, well, we'll just stay out of reach till it exhausts itself. Or, and like, then we go in and, like, kill it. Or Michael Chiro would be, like, We're on the outskirts. <laughs> Everyone's jumping in. I, I imagine the Bear Lake monster, though, like, trying to constrict around, like, either a few tentacles at a time or, like, going for the main body source. Which, if it got around the main body source, I don't know if I could even get all the way around. I don't think so. This thing's a mile but wide. I'd probably be trying to bite tentacles. 
Yeah. But constricting would do nothing. It's another lip. It's just a muscle. I don't... Well, it would give speed if we left water in there. Because I don't know. I mean, if you can't lift the Kraken's weight, lifting enough water to contain a Kraken is going to be heavy. That's you can true. get a substantial amount out. And that might just give you guys an advantage, though. I personally like the idea, though, of, like, you being in a little ball of gravity and Levi's just yeeting yeah. you around to each limb. <laughs> yeah, he's just, like, yeeting you, trying to get you out of, like, the reach of the Kraken. And you're, like, yeah. the, the snakes or something. Yeah. yeah. He's for, just for trying not to one, die. Obviously, we're all involved, so we can't have a judge. But if we have... Listeners. Oh yes, guys, we'd love to know what you guys think. We'll leave the this one up to you. This fight. We'd love to hear your thoughts on like what you think. Who would win, the Kraken or the three versus the Kraken? Yeah. So please, oh. like, we'll post on the uh, our Facebook and stuff. Comment and let us know which one you think would win. Yeah, we can go through all of them. I don't think we ever did do the Chupacabra versus yeah, the Grave. Let's see it. Let's see that argument. Yeah, we have time. Yeah, I don't know. Cause, like, <laughs> I feel like a Chupacabra is gonna be hella fast and nimble. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you guys are both on land for this fight, so it's Could pretty... the alien even... And, like, there's nothing to hide behind. Well... I don't know. We could put some rocks in there. Like, make it a desert sort of landscape with some rocky formations and, like... So maybe we would so try to throw rocks. We decided the circumference of your gravity field is 50 feet, right? Sorry, the uh, diameter. I thought it was, like, the range on it. Like, the length. So oh, what is what, the what's diameter? The, what's the diameter? Probably... I mean, the focal point of a gravity well, I mean, infinite, I guess. If you think about it, like like a black hole. It's like the right. horizon. I don't know. Pretty small. But, like, it's, you know, it's accelerating because it's meters per second squared. So it's, like, at the outer range of it, it's going to be, like, not super effective. But, like, at the center, it's, like, focused all. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Because that would make a difference, for sure. Yeah. The alien's only defense, in my opinion, is to just put the gravity well continuously directly between it and the wolf facing upwards. So even if it tries to sprint at it, the alien can just like, lay flat, and the alien's going to go launching, or the chip crop is going to go launching mm. over, or be like, you know, straight up into the air. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't see the alien winning unless the chupacabra like, drops and fatally dies. Which, that could be pretty easy to do. I mean, chupacabras are a lot smaller. Dropping it from 50 feet up in the air will have a lot more of an impact. You have to be moving constantly. Because if you stop moving once, the alien could be gravity well upwards, and when you're moving up, you can't change direction. You're just up until he stops, and then you fall on your death. Yeah. So, if the chupacabra's fast, though, like, if it can run fast... Which I'll I mean, be interested in like, talking about dog. morphology of an like, alien and its circulatory system. Oh, yeah, like, what kind of blood slash... I mean, but you can just a, bite it. If it's a blood. Yeah, yeah. It's just, but, like, if it's not, if it's like a sack of blood held up in a manner differently than our circulatory system, I feel like it could drain a lot faster, well, too. And That's very to true. And you say that it's not poisonous to the chupacabra, though. Well, oh. <laughs> in which case, which one bleeds out faster versus the poisoning, <laughs> yeah. you know? I think That's that interesting. if it's evolved to rely strictly on its mind, it probably isn't physically fit, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah. And probably the majority of its blood flow is going to its brain. Yeah. So the second he loses any blood, I expect a decrease in performance. That's true. Mm. And likely this thing has, what, half the blood of a human? If it's not physically yeah. evolved to, you know, rely on anything really. Right. I don't think it would take much at all yeah. for it to go down. I don't think so. And that, yeah, that's super interesting to think about. 
But would like the anticoagulants work against alien blood too? There's a lot of factors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been sliding all of these questions. I think all of our nature is to like really dissect things, and I mean we go infinite. You guys want to vote though? <laughs> I feel like there's not enough information that I feel like what we discussed. It's it's really hard to know with the variation in the gravity. Because yeah. she's got to touch you once, and I feel like it's over. It's yeah. Like, it's like the Relic Monster bite. Yeah. Like, she's got to get you once, and I think it's done. And it kind of depends on what's the, what are the limitations on the gravity well. I think the Chupacabra ha would have better odds against the alien than the Bear Lake Monster would against the aliens, because... A lot closer, and you guys can be on land. And it's a smaller creature. It's a lot easier to get a large creature in a gravity well than it is for a Chupacabra, even if... Very true, yeah. It's moving quick, you know? Yeah. I think as long as the Chupacabra is moving, you wouldn't be able to kill it. If it stops once, gravity will upwards and it's dead. Yeah, because as, as long as it has momentum, speed, it can make it through the well. Yeah. Because it's not going to like be going through the middle of it. You mm -hmm. know? It's like a vortex effect kind of thing. Yeah. I think I'm leaning towards Chupacabra. I think I'm leaning towards one. Chupacabra. Fair. It's just so small to pinpoint. Yeah. And like, if we're guessing that the radius of the gravity well is not enormous... It definitely goes in favor of Chupacabra, for my opinion. Well, and think about, like, when your dog's running around the backyard and you try to catch them with your arms, which you have much better control over. It's a much smaller space for you to not be, like, reaching out and trying to throw it around. And your dog is able to just zoom right past you, and you're like, how did you even do that? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Momentum says a lot. Momentum's very powerful. Yeah, I think it, it depends a lot on, like... Again, we're giving the alien a weapon, so, like... Yeah. <laughs> It depends a lot on... Well, is the ability to change gravity, is that like a, an innate telepathic ability? I don't think it's like sentient like that. No, I think it's like... Like okay. a gun. Like I said, that's how I imagine aliens, like... It's the technology that separates them. I don't know. What'd you just I dropped my ring. Hey. Hold on. Hey, it's okay. I'm, I got it. It's all good. But yeah, I'll concede <laughs> to that, because there's just so many variables, but like... I don't think it would be so instantaneous where you'd be like... Zap, 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 you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Okay. I just thought that was fun. Though, really. That was a really fun one. That was <laughs> a good one to choose. I'm curious to read more about what people seem to have noticed about Grays. Yeah. But this is something that's not just, like, military secrets. Like, you know, Joe Blow from the one is like, I saw the Gray and it can do this. Like, if we had more than one sign to kind of gauge these abilities on, or, you know, quote-unquote sighting. I'm curious, because definitely the variables involved in that power could... I mean, obviously, if it's incredibly strong, even the Kraken, I don't think it would be a, a foe. Like, if you can be two yeah. miles away and create a mile-wide radius straight, you know, upwards, yeah. no one can contest that. So, yeah. I think it depends a lot on what people have seen and observed about this. That's a, I think it yeah, depends on their technological capabilities. Also, like... Have they merged themselves with AI to, in a sense, and robots and like, to, you know, is it just basically a brain encased in a mech suit? Like, see, I feel like <laughs> this is where we're separating actual science from cryptology because cryptology, I think, states this is an organic creature that can do all this, but in reality, yeah. I think an advanced alien civilization would have merged with technology and, yeah. and backed up their conscious to a, a system like that, or be mostly bionic. 
Like, it's, yeah. it wouldn't make sense otherwise. But that's what I was going to be like, oh, yeah, it's just, like, a robot mech suit that can punch a hole in anything. Like <laughs> There is a cryptid, I, was, I forget the name of it, but it's, it's said to be mostly robotic. In fact, most sightings describe it as being purely robot, but some describe it as having an alienish or reptilianish body with parts being robotic. And I think that, that would be a, a really good candidate for a fight as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's all I got. Yeah, that was a really fun topic. I thought, like, I don't know, personally, I was like, oh man, I don't know what all I'm going to say, but I feel like, like there was a lot to be said, honestly, <laughs> especially when we got to the Thunderdome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so thank you so much for that suggestion. If you guys have any other ideas, please feel free to send them to us. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Rogue Ramblings. The one on Instagram's two, one word. Facebook's two words. Uh, Twitter, Rogue Ramblings underscore. And email, of course, is roguerambling at gmail.com because I have to be obnoxious like that and not get the Rogue Ramblings. So it's just Rogue Rambling. Wasn't it owned? Well, no, I think like someone else already has it. But yeah. I mean, I'm going to like email them and be like, give me your email. No, someone has Rogue Ramblings on YouTube already. Oh. So angry. Well, it looks like we could find an adjustment. Rogue Rambling. Just <laughs> <laughs> have two social medias that are different. The That's real true. Rogue Ramblings. The real Rogue Ramblings. Are I am hoping to post a poll also later this week. I'm going to post a couple. One for the Crypto Thunderdome. And then another for um, whether you guys would have any interest, the listeners, um, in like a, a YouTube series on like Let's Plays that we do. Or, you know, we could just be goofballs and do random crap and post videos or if you guys would have any interest in that um more like of a personal thing play yeah. kitchen beer pong with mugs and <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah. bonus content that sort of thing bonus so let content. us know if that's something you're interested in because we can definitely work to make that a thing um also since we're getting riley and i are getting a vr headset on july 6th it might be a fun time to do like some youtube videos and that sort of thing for sure what you're gonna be what getting a VR set. Oh, okay. <laughs> you good? Well, I didn't hear what you said. I was like, getting One last thing. If you uh, if you want us to shout you out, just let us know because we're okay saying your name. Yeah, we just, we didn't want to like out you and then make you feel uncomfortable because we said your name. So. But shout out to that new listener whose idea this was. Yeah. Yes, you know who you are. We know who you are. Let us know if we can say your name and next time you'll get a very special shout out. Also, shout out to Vivian because I think we've forgotten for a couple episodes and we love you so much, Vivian, and you're always wonderful and supportive. So, Looking forward to the next guest episode. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening, guys. We appreciate it. Hope you have a great time. Finger guns. I don't fucking know. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.